Okay, what would the name of Cardi B's Christmas singles be? Christmas Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. Just give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Jingle Bell Cock. Which is <laughs> <laughs> also the name of my next porno. <laughs> That was really good. Oh, thank you. Wait, oh, wait. Put it out. back to another episode of it's probably fine it's probably fine yeah we got a countdown from the butt boy yes. like we're a fish we've got a good vibe still going. in my living room so i'm just glad to be here with you I know. we've hung out two days in a row i know do you know that derek told me not to hang out with you yesterday he said i'm pro- sorry he said you probably shouldn't go he goes in the best interest of the podcast you probably shouldn't hang out with her the day before and i said what do you think we're gonna run out of material <laughs> When are we done talking? Never. <laughs> no. Yeah, he was just like, I just really think I'm going to advise you. Didn't you say advise? You're like, I'm going to advise you to, to like maybe not do this as Derek your podcast. Derek a tight ship. Manager, I guess, is what his title is. I'm a peacock, Derek. You got to let me fly. <laughs> Do peacocks fly? It's a quote. Oh, like, uh-oh. From the other guys. Do you know what a female peacock is called? No. Pen. Is it really? Yeah. Isn't that cute? That is really cute. I was yeah. going in a different direction, but it might be because of the game we just played. That is true. <sighs> well, here we are again. We're happy to be back. And let's This see. week sucked. Yeah, okay. Well, I was like, <laughs> we've got an agenda, but first we're just going to like talk about this week. So your week sucked. What? Why did your week suck so bad? It was just draining. It's yeah. just a fucking draining week. Leo now decides that he doesn't want to wear clothes anymore. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm telling you, 40 minutes to get him dressed in the morning. Like, when I'm sitting there staring at holding all his pieces of clothing to try to not traumatize my son and to shove him into his clothes Mm -hmm. and to try to talk to him and be, like, it's just an improv session. It's just like, hey, do you want to wear pants? Oh, you want me to put my pants on your head? Whoa, (laughs) look at the pants. Now they're going on your body. (laughs) The other day, it took me only, like, 10 minutes because he was jumping on the couch. I was like, you want to jump into your underwear? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Jump in your underwear. And I was like, I hate myself, but fuck it. And one one day it was just I was just like, Do you want chocolate? Can you please put on your pants? I'll give you chocolate. I don't fucking care. I have to get out the door, man. Here, here's chocolate. God, put your little weenus away, Leo. I know, like I was just like, I don't I'm not above bribing him with food at this point. No. I don't care. We need to get out of the fucking door. No, this is survival mode. You've yes. gotta do what you gotta do. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Has no. work been hard? Yeah, it's just draining. Mm-hmm. It's just draining, and no one wants to do anything over Zoom because I fucking get it, and they're teenagers, and they're tired of doing things over Zoom mm-hmm. and doing things, and parents don't have to be super responsible anymore, like, because it's everything, nothing's in person. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah, just, it's hard to hold people accountable and, yes. and whatnot. In an already difficult population for 100%. doing that. 100%. But, how was your week? Uh, first, tell me what your win for the week is. Mm. What Uh-oh. is my win? 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, I just sprung this on Rachel. This was not part of the plan, um, but I just felt like it might be good. I would say my win is just is, uh, kind of a breakthrough with a client and helping out with some health issues. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's helpful. It's hard, though, when you get so far into a deficit that those little carrots don't bring you quite yeah. back above water. It's more of I have to actually be intentional about looking back and remembering yes. those things. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, never mind. Oh, Scratch that. I yes. love my client. But um, <laughs> my win is my cat. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Tell us about the cat. So if any – I don't know if you guys – oh, you've seen her on uh, Probably oh, right. Fine we're speak- oh, Yes, specifically we're speaking about Helen. Helen, the little white-faced kitty um, who is our what I also call my trash cat. Why is she standing like that? Because she's weird. <laughs> she's seen shit. See if I can get so she is a cat that started hanging out right at the beginning of pandemic. We just like were outside one day in March and we walk up like we we're in the garage, whatever. We walk around to the front porch and there's just this cat just like laying by our front door. She's just straight up chilling. And then we were like, uh, can we help you? <laughs> we like, don't want any. Excuse me. <laughs> and I was like, Derek, there's this cat here. Like wh- whose cat is this? I was like, this is someone's cat. It was so nice. And I, so we took it to the Humane Society to see if it had a chip, all this stuff, whatever. We, it didn't. And so I was like, okay, well let's, uh, figure out who can keep this cat. And then I had put something on like, um, like our neighborhood app or whatever, whose cat is this? And then we found out that it was just a neighborhood cat. It was just like everyone's cat. Like everyone just feeds it a little bit. And I was like, and someone got it spayed. And I don't, I don't, I don't freaking know, but it was like under a year old. She was under a year old. But so she started staying. She like every, like she'd get more and more comfortable and she'd slowly, she just started coming into our house and then she just like never left. <laughs> so she, um, and I already have two cats. So now I have three cats. <laughs> Um, which is excessive, but she chose hey, us. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do this. I yeah. didn't do this. this was, I mean, would I have if Derek had died? Yeah, because <laughs> I would have 17 cats. But no, so she's our little trash cat, and she's been with us. Like every, She sleeps every night in our house, and then she'll go roam and then bring us dead things on the porch. Um, and then right around Thanksgiving, she just disappeared. So she showed up with a collar, and then like a couple days later, she just disappeared. And I was like... Someone has this bitch hostage in their mm. house. She does, she does not do that. We all need to share her. It is a community cat <laughs> that's mostly ours. Yes. And uh, so she just came back this week. Yay. We've been, like, looking every single night for her, calling for her, leaving food out, stuff like that. So uh, we love her. And she still has another collar on, but I, we ignored it. It says, do not feed. Okay. The bitch is hungry. Right. You she ran she in here, ran, ran to her food dish, and then she took a fat nap. So... Fuck off. It's not like she is overweight or anything like that. Yeah, and we're not keeping her hostage. We let her out every day, Mm -hmm. and she still is coming back every fucking night. Mm -hmm. And guess what? She didn't leave my house at all today. She would go outside and probably pooped and then came back inside because she's fucking outside litter box trained. She's also pees on the litter box inside, (laughs) but she likes to shit outside. Yeah. She's my bitch. Parents, let this be a lesson when you're raising children. Cannot keep them on a short leash. No. Because they're going to want to break away. They're going to run away. And to a better home. let them go. <laughs> They'll come back. Yeah, so now I have our, our little trash cats underneath our Christmas tree now. Oh, she's a little I hate calling her present. a trash cat because she's so cute. Derek, yeah, get a picture of that. We'll post it on the Instagram. A little trashy girl. Okay, that's a pretty solid win. Okay, yeah, that was a long one. I, I, I dig it. Okay, let's hear about your shit week. 
So it's weird because I don't exactly know why it sucked. I think that the reason why I say that is I saw less clients this week than I have in a really long time. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm getting a little frustrated because the commitment has kind of dipped pretty low. And so people are canceling last minute or people aren't hopping on the Zoom call and I'm having to text them and say, you know, like, hey, are we still meeting? Yeah. And I understand if you don't want to come to therapy, but you can just say that. Yeah. It's really fine. Yeah. hurt your feelings. Right, right. And so, uh, again, the, like, therapist and, like, the head part of me recognizes everyone is going through a pandemic right now, and I work in mental health, so mental health is being affected. So it's hard to to do that, but the human part of me is just like, oh, my God. Do you know that I – that's so weird now that you're talking about this. Do you know that I did this to my therapist – this last week you asshole i totally forgot that we had a session (laughs) and she had to text me she's like hey where are you and i was like oh my god oh my god and i like got on i was like i'm so sorry my son slept until 9 a.m and i overslept and i it's been the weirdest fucking day and that is how most of it is (laughs) and so i'm not even and then i've had to reschedule with her three times this week because of my work schedule but i had a parent text me today because i had to message and say hey are we meeting with the the kid and uh, she apologized, and, and I was like, it's been happening all the time. I think that it's just kind of the norm right now, but yeah. the human part of me is reacting to yes. it, and I'm just Very having normal. a hard time. That's yeah. that's what I'm struggling with. Because you come with all your energy ready to mm-hmm. go, and then it's like, right. Bah. It's so much different than having a planned hour off. Yes. Because if I'm going in, at least for the first 15 minutes that somebody doesn't show up, I'm gearing up to still have the session. Yeah. And then 45, yeah, 45 minutes is not enough for me to revert my attention to focusing on something Some else and then to go back into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's just been kind of all over the place, but um, I'm glad it's over. What was your peak? Was that was your pit? So, ni- wait, what? Your pit was all this, the bullshit oh. work and your peak. Yes. The peak was that Nick is installing uh, a mini closet system in the oh, upstairs yeah. closet. And it is taking not as much time as I thought it would. And so I was able to like hang some stuff up today and it looks really nice. I love it so yeah. much more than our old setup. And so that's something I'm excited about. Yay. And so I would go up there and like look at the this is 30. I look at my closet and I go, I'm going to put so many things in here. (laughs) I'm going to get rid of that black dresser that I have that is. Finally, it's a hundred years old. Yeah. And the like face of the drawers fall off. Yep. Yep. One drawer is completely gone. The knobs are broken off of two of them. And I cannot wait to just like. We've had that thing for like 10 fucking years. I know. And it wasn't even new to begin with. Yeah. New to you at that point. I feel like everything I just said was really boring, and Derek's going to need to cut it out. No, I – this is 30. I can, do you want me to talk about my closet, my closet organization? Yes. Yours is what inspired me. So I was like – I didn't realize – It's crazy how much of a much difference joy. it makes. I know. I know. I had duct tape on mine. You live like and that. And hanging really wires, and I like – once Shock it wire. was gone – but, it, you know, what's funny is once it was gone, I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't look that different. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have to fix this. So um, before we get into our first segment, which is another period shame story, (laughs) super fucking excited. I knew that Derek was going to say, hey, don't forget to ask them to rate and review. So we need to do that real quick. Uh Don't forget, you guys, follow us on Instagram at probably 
Oh, <laughs> oh no. Probably fine pod. There yeah. Sometimes I think that the the prob is the the abbreviated version. It's the pod that's abbreviated. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck off, Derek. Like, okay. be mean. Email us at probablyfinepod at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> it's a brain fart. It's okay. And then Email uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah, Same. we're on TikTok, Probably Fine Pod. And, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. You get our trash. We still haven't sent trash. I know. We need to send the trash. Shit. Okay. It's just been on the back burner. I know. It really. Let's get it. To, let's do it this weekend. Okay. We, Rachel and I have a hard time with deadlines. Yes. <laughs> I don't like them. Okay. I don't follow them. Let's get into the, or are we doing what we learned in therapy this week first? Yeah. Sorry. I forgot we were going to do that first. So what I learned in therapy is something I probably have never heard before because I think it's more of like a grind culture thing. But uh, so I recently have been um, in a position where we have a kind of big decision to make regarding basically selling our home. Like, that's really it. Like, because the market's hot, whatever. You're trying to be so sneaky about it. I don't know. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I just can't talk about it. But so we were, like, trying to figure out if we're going to sell it while the market's really good and get as much money as we can out of it. But then we don't have a home because we want to take our time buying the next one. And plus, the market's so hot. Like, we want Mm -hmm. it to cool off. This is so boring. Okay. Continue. So (laughs) I was talking to my therapist about it, and I was just like – I have been, like, really emotional about leaving this house, which I totally get. Like, you know, we had, we brought Leo home in this house. Like, we've raised him here. Messing his schedule up makes me so sad. Like, my heart breaks, even though he's two and he's resilient. Like, I get it. But so we were going on, and I was like, oh, then we have to do this. And, like, we have to, like, ru- like rush and get the kitchen done, and we have to do this and this and this before we even get on the market. And, oh, my God. And I was just like, it's just so much, and it's it's going to be super stressful and – I'm not excited to live in a rental because, like, I like having my own space and, like, we love our backyard and all these things. And so we were going on. I was, like, basically was, like, wanted her to be, like, "Ah, this is how I think. And she kind of gave me that a little bit. She was, like, I'm going to mama bear you right now. Like, and she said, I don't don't think that this is a good, a great move for you right now. And I was, like, oh. Okay. She didn't Damn. say it. She did Coming not say it. with the directness. She did not say it like that. She was just like, from what I'm hearing from you, this is what, whatever. So she said that, um, I think that this would be a really good move for you. Like, I think this would be a really great decision for you. Like, it's very, very quick and very whatever. But if this, this, if, if this, um, Continue. if this decision made you feel relaxed and ener- energized and like you what, what were her exact I, I wrote them down even because they were so good but then I threw away the piece of paper so <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident I'll remember this <laughs> but it was like if you feel like relaxed and it was calm like if you feel calm but also like motivated and energized mm-hmm. to do this instead of like you feel very scattered and stressed and like she goes if you were if you felt calm and, and good about this decision and you saw so much um, potential out of this, and that's all you saw, mm-hmm. and you were like, I can like take these little... excitement, maybe? Yeah, an excitement excited. and stuff, and she goes, I don't get any of that from you. I was like, yeah, that's kind of where both of us are. Like, we, we get all the pros of this, mm-hmm. this move and this kind of thing, and we're, we, you know, we talk about it being a big sacrifice for us, but, like, it can really help us out financially, or 
we stay in a home that we love for a few more years and then get the house that really fits us where we're at, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just, it was just that. And she was like, it was really nice to hear that she, I had never heard that before. Cause usually it's like, okay, I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but change is uncomfortable. You got to push through it. Like you mm-hmm. can work harder you can do these things and you can, you know, you just burn yourself out to the edge. Like you just, or you're, <laughs> you know, and that's what I've always been like, oh, it's like balls to the wall, right. like shit show central. You, if you're not uncomfortable, if you're not suffering, you're not You're not doing moving. It right. You're yeah. not doing it. Yeah. And it's like, no, I, like, I, I'm allowed to go like, let's take a year and think about this because nothing is going to happen. Like we will still have this house. We will still, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with the market. That's mm-hmm. what she said too. I was like, yeah, I took this realtor and I was like, basically like, like eating out of her hands. Like I was like, Oh yeah, the market, this is what you think is going to happen after the election after yeah. coronavirus. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That's no one knows. Like no one actually knows what's going to happen. People mm-hmm. can predict it, but it's like, we don't know how long it's going to take to cool off. And I don't want to be in a rental for two years because I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to have an opinion that contradicts uh, something that on paper looks really good. Yeah. And sometimes if it feels bad, just because it could be good in the long run, you can still say no to it yeah. until you're ready to and say yes. And that's the thing. It, it feel it does not feel good right now, and that's what we talked about a lot. Like Derek and I talked about a lot is, you know, it doesn't feel good right now, but we there's this, like, carrot hanging in front mm-hmm. of us where we're like, ooh, but money. Got to get on to the next but thing. money. This is going to yeah. really turn things around or – and it's just like no, mm-hmm. like we're just we're both we're like I mean we can I can tell you both of our hearts aren't in it yet. Yeah. So it's like that's kind of it was really hard to get to that point. Even though and the whole time I was sitting there in therapy, I was just like I mean, I think I know my decision. She goes, I think you do too. And I was like, Uh oh <laughs> I know, but it's just not the decision that I actually want mm-hmm. because I want to go back to school and this would expedite that mm-hmm. and that's what sucks. And I'm like, Okay, so that's back burner. Because uh, student loans. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the thing that is the best for you isn't what you want in the moment. Yeah. Like wants versus needs. And yeah. it's not always like, oh, if I think it through just the right way, then the perfect solution will come up. I think we get yeah. really caught up in that. It's like if I could just analyze it, if I just ruminate on it, yeah. if I put all the pieces together, then I can figure out a way to make everything work. Yeah. And it just doesn't work like that. No. And I just kind of went like, oh, let's do the most aggressive thing and get done the quickest. And then it's done. Like, it's just like the freaking like workout thing for me where I'm just like, okay, balls as well. Let's yeah. start this. Let's go. Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. I can sit back and go, I'm not comfortable with this right now. And that's not, it's not going to have as big of a payoff, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what I learned in therapy this week. That is extremely helpful. And yeah. I'm going to try to channel that into. And take your time on certain mm-hmm. decisions and certain um, big changes in your life mm-hmm. and deciding on which way you're going to go with those. Yeah, you don't have to let the Jump. world dictate or, or pressure you. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I learned in therapy. So, Well, thank you for sharing that. What did you learn in therapy this week? I already kind of told you this, but um, it was it blew me away. So I've, I've told everyone that I have two therapists, one that I do EMDR with and one is my – OG who when I'm done with EMDR I'll go back to her regularly so I check in with my regular therapist every six weeks let her know how EMDR is going etc and so I was giving her kind of an update and um, I was talking about uh, a 
conflict that my husband and I had been trying to work through and something that I have had to really work on is um, having anxiety in my relationship and Mm -hmm. we'll probably talk about attachment styles at some point but I have an anxious attachment style and so really working on that. I personalize a lot of things. I will do mind reading. I will keep score in my head, et cetera. And there was an issue that I recognized as I really think that this isn't a me problem. I think this is something that I really need him to work on. Mm -hmm. And so we had been going back and forth, and it was one of those really big things that wasn't just a one conversation thing. And it took lots of little talks to try to get the ball rolling. And I, in the past, would have – probably sat back and been like maybe I'm overreacting maybe there's something wrong with me and not have been able to get myself to a good place but this time I asked myself that and I said no I really think that this is something I need him to do so I approached it and he had sort of um, an awakening on it and agreed with Mm -hmm. me and got to a place where he's working on it I'm going and I'm reiterating this to my therapist and I'm saying I think that this is something I'm going to need in order for the relationship to continue to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel good and hopeful about the future. Yeah. And at the same time, I have told myself that if I feel differently years down the road and it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. that's okay too. Yeah. And that was really fucking huge yeah. to get to. And uh, I didn't recognize it in the moment. And she was like, you're describing secure attachment. And I was like, Oh, damn. Look at you. And uh, that's the first time she's ever said that to me. And she went on to say, secure attachment rests between boundaried love and vulnerable love. Okay. So there, a degree of vulnerability is necessary to go into a, a secure relationship. But if you have vulnerability without boundaries, then it becomes codependent or yeah. dependent. In order to have that secure, interdependent relationship, you have to have boundaries. And one of my boundaries was if he doesn't work on this, it's it's not just a thing you can change overnight, yeah. but um, it involves just like needing to have more emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. If this is something that stays at this level forever, I don't know that my needs are going to be fully met. Yeah. And that would be really painful and really sad. But I can actually envision a future where if my needs aren't getting met, I can make decisions. Yeah. And that just blew my mind, not being, like, afraid of that happening. That's crazy. Yeah, because it's, I mean, yeah, it's a very easy thing to be afraid of. And most people are Oh, for sure. Like, what if something bad happens? What if we get divorced? What if, what if? And, yeah, all of those things are really bad. But at the same time, you never know what's going to happen. And it doesn't mean that you failed or there's something wrong with you. It's not going to be the end of your life. It won't be the end of your life. You deserve to be happy. Yeah. And your partner deserves to be happy. Mm -hmm. And if you're not able to make that happen together, it just, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And I feel, I'm feeling really compelled to say that we are okay in our marriage, but I don't feel like I need to say that. No. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But it's just when anyone says like, I'd be okay if I didn't have them. Right. People are like, Ooh, they don't actually care. And it's like, <sighs> no, mm-hmm. it's, if that's how you want to look at it, that's how you want to look at it. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. really care. I care. I feel like an appropriate amount, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to make myself miserable and not that I'm miserable right now, but if it endures, I will be, I'm not yeah. going to choose misery for the rest of my life just because I don't want to make a difficult decision. Yeah. And that's what I've decided. It's like a rock in your shoe at this point and it'll turn into a boulder. Yes. But I have a lot of hope that it won't. Yes. 
Like if it if nothing changes and if, n- if mm-hmm. nothing is addressed, it'll yeah. turn into a blister or whatever the fuck they say. Right. This. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did I just make that up? Yeah. So Rachel is. Thelma is a rocking issue <laughs> with the blisties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nick's a wart on my ass. <laughs> Nick. Oh gosh. Oh, so that was that was therapy time. That was good. That was good therapy time. Hope you guys enjoyed that. And this yeah, just I'm, like a I'm narcissistic take, venture. No, <laughs> I'm gonna take that. Well, personally, I'm gonna take that and apply it to my relationship. Yeah. So. Rachel, text me tomorrow. We're getting divorced. We're getting divorced, <laughs> and I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Derek. No. I can't afford to live alone. <laughs> I'm a social worker. Podcast is over. Oh yeah, we'd have you to find someone to edit it. You can't We need this podcast. Never mind. Fine. Okay. Fine. All right, guys. The game just changed. We need you to send us into super fandom so Rachel can have enough money to divorce Derek. <laughs> Stay together for the podcast. Stay together for the podcast. Yes, Derek. <laughs> coming alive. You know what? If Derek and I got divorced, he would still do the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. No, you would for sure. He's nodding his head. He knows he no, would. I love you. <sighs> you love me. That's why we're still married. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I can talk about our. We're talking about love languages later. So. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So let's get to our uh, period shame yes. story. God, I had so much fun reading Susie's last week. I really hope that we get one every week that we can I know. read. Send, Send us. us your it doesn't even have to be period. It doesn't, but that's just kind of been our niche here lately. Right, right. Those are really great. I'd love to get some variety though. Because there's everyone has one. Right. Yeah. So we've got another one from um, our friend Jessica yeah. that we're gonna read today. So I've I, we're doing the same thing we did last week. I've read it. It's good. I haven't read it. Rachel has not read it, so she's going to blind react. <sighs> oh, wait, no. This isn't what we did this last is week. This flopped I blind read it last week. You blind read it, huh. and I had read it already. Okay, so this will be interesting to see how this goes yeah, then. Yeah, we'll see. We're just, like, you know, we're around. We Yeah, we're workshopping. We don't know. Um, okay. So Jessica had actually sent us two. The first one that she sent was good, and then she, um, I guess... Went ahead and topped it. Yeah, she went ahead and topped it. She <laughs> sent us another one, so we're actually going to read the second one she sent. And uh, I just want to share the subject line, which says, thanks for bringing this deeply repressed memory back up. <laughs> and that's how you know it's going to be good. So you're welcome. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Just about digging up bullshit. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Jessica. This is uh, She's a mutual friend. So you- she, uh, we met in... Um, Social work school. What am I trying to say? <laughs> we, we went to Lindenwood together, and we, we graduated the same class uh, with social work and then um, worked together for the first year, and then I got the hell out of Dodge because <laughs> it was the most toxic work environment I've ever been in. And uh, But, yeah, we still kept in touch and, you know. Yeah, and then I had know a baby. her through, through Rachel. Yeah. Um, but – she is very organized and very organized. detail-oriented. I'm picking up from her yes. story. So I'm, I'll go ahead and read it now. Yeah. All right. The body starts with a huge heading in big black letters <laughs> that says, Period Shame Stories Part 2. <laughs> it reads, Oh, shit. Here I am, minding my own business, feeding the baby in the middle of the night, and slam! In comes this memory I had deeply repl- repressed. <laughs> 
fuck. <laughs> this brought me back to middle school, Jessica. This is way more embarrassing than being 27 and sitting on McDonald's napkins. So let's get into it. <laughs> Is that what the other one That's was? what the first one I was. I knew it was about her first period post-baby, and I was like, they're bad. They're yes. really, really bad. It's it's just Sunday, bloody Sunday. Man. <laughs> yes. This one's better. <laughs> In my opinion. Maybe it's because okay. I'm not a mom yet. Like, yeah. if, if everyone was a mom, they might, like, really love the other one. But suck it. I get to pick. <laughs> I'm in charge. <laughs> okay. Flashback to 12-year-old Jessica. Oh, no. <laughs> First of all, I hate when it's compassion for 12 year old Jessica. I know. Yeah. Ugh, I feel bad, so bad for, I mean, I didn't start my period until I was like 15. So, but I feel so, I just, it makes me so sad that 12 year olds have to go through this. But I know, as if life isn't hard enough. No, you're so embarrassed. Ugh. And then your body does something and it spits out blood once a month yep. in your crotch. God, so let's pretend we don't have periods. Okay, continue. Sorry. Okay, we're just going to hold some space for 12-year-old Jessica. She's in the room with us, and we're just, like, <sighs> giving her a little her, hugs. Giving her hugs. Uh, I'm not new to my period, but I'm definitely no expert. Same. <laughs> Fucking same. Oh I want to 30. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I'm still at that point where it's not on any kind of schedule, and every time it does decide to show up, I'm completely taken by surprise and don't have any supplies. <laughs> Do you remember what that was like? Just to be totally fucking blindsided every month? No. What? I didn't get super blindsided. I, well, maybe I did. I, I skipped my periods a lot because oh, I was okay. super thin and I had a lot of exercise through volleyball and sports. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. But I, I also was shame-holding tampons all the time because I pretended that I had my period. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I borrowed several from you. Yes, and I was like, girl, I got you. Yeah. Like, God, Rachel Always has tampons. She bleeds, she bleeds, she bleeds, more tampons. She's the plug. But she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, like, hoarding tampons from I don't even know where I got them. Whatever. I digress. So, completely taken by surprise, no supplies. Shit. That still applies to my period now. Okay, well, we just jumped the gun. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> same girl. Same. Yeah, anywho, now same. anywho, the summer between sixth and seventh grade, we took a family trip to the Dominican Republic. Parentheses, woohoo, booze. <laughs> just kidding. 12 year old Jessica was way too innocent to drink, even if it was legal there. Not that my parents would have allowed me to anyway. End parentheses. <laughs> so sweet. This was my first time out of the country and on vacation anywhere besides Florida. I chose to overlook the fact that not only did I have to share a room with my brother, but they got the reservation wrong. So instead of two queen beds, there was one king. Oh, no. So I also had to share a bed with my brother. Oh, God. <laughs> a few days into our trip, my stomach starts to hurt. Oh, no. I don't think anything of it and kept on with my day of mocktails at the swim-up bar. Mocktails. <laughs> and all you can eat french fries at the snack hut. The snack hut. <laughs> That's what we should call our house. <laughs> Continue. Okay. I want all you can eat french fries. I know. After dinner and the nightly show, I put on my Aeropostale monkey pajamas. Yeah. Blue bottoms with monkey heads all over them and matching blue top with a glittery monkey head and some saying. <laughs> Do you know what she's talking yes. about? I didn't get a lot of name brand clothes. I was a kid, so I didn't get the reference, but I know what Aeropostale is. The monkey, the monkey head. It's like just a cartoon monkey head, like very basic. <laughs> like it's just a outline. It's you, if you saw it, you would know. Oh, okay. 
A few hours in, I wake up and notice my stomach is really hurting. Maybe too many french fries at the <laughs> snack bar, I think to myself. I decide to get up and try to go to the bathroom. I get into the beautifully tiled all-white bathroom with a giant wall-to-wall mirror, and I see it. The source of my stomach pain. Oh, no. My period. Oh. And this Derek, can you play something really dark and ominous? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Never mind. I got it. I got it covered. Don't worry. <laughs> Make your job easier, Derek. <laughs> Were you going to say something else? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, like, hanging on every word over here. <laughs> and, of course, this couldn't be a light one. It was a full-on part the Red Seas, Blood River, <laughs> Slaughterhouse type of period. <laughs> Those old slaughterhouses will get you. <laughs> oh, 12-year-old. Shouldn't have to deal with slaughterhouses. Oh, my God. Okay. You know the type. <laughs> I was standing in the beautiful bathroom in my soaked arrow pajama bottoms, and I had no idea what to do. I didn't have any pads. There was a blood trail all over the floor, and my favorite pajamas were ruined. I do what any self-respecting 12-year-old will do, and I went to wake my stepmom to deal with it. What were you going to say? I said, throw them in the trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sherry. Yeah. I love that she went to go get help. I don't know if I would have gotten help. I think I would have hid. I would have hid it. But continue. I don't even know what I would have done. I don't know. That's something to reflect I don't even on. Wanna, I don't even want to fucking go there. Well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> you may have not had a choice, and I'll and I'll get to that. Okay. Okay. My stepmom tells me to get in the shower to clean up, and she will take care of the rest. Fucking angel, by the way. She is an angel. Oh my! I want to meet her. Yeah. After I'm done and my shower is off, I hear my parents' shower running. I don't think anything of it until I come out and I see my brother is not in the bed, but rather the maid service is changing the sheets. <laughs> I don't really understand what's going on. I asked my stepmom why my brother, Christian, wasn't in bed, and all she said was, don't worry about it, honey. It's not a big deal. I still didn't understand until I did. The maid service was in the room because I not only ruined my favorite pajama pants, but also the white linens, and my brother was in the shower because oh, it got on him. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. This is so much worse than Susie's. <laughs> this, is a, this is a family She period affair. on someone. Her brother. Well, TBD. Well, yeah, we don't actually know. Yeah. TBD with Susie's. <sighs> if I period on my brother, I would want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that part in Superbad where he is the guy, he's, he's dancing, dancing and then the they walk away and there's periods <laughs> there's on period his leg. blood on his leg. <laughs> That's what it is. Only you oh wouldn't dance God. on my God. Oh, Christian. I bet he did not handle that well. I don't know him enough. I don't know him at all. I don't know how he would he handle that. He makes really good beer now. But continue. Hmm. I wonder what that would say about how he would handle this. <laughs> <laughs> you can infer, I guess. I don't know. He was, t- he was chugging beer in the shower <laughs> at eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, my stepmom offered to sleep in bed with me the rest of the trip, and the incident was never brought up ever again. But I low-key want to ask my brother if he remembers or if he repressed it just as much as I did. The end. Well, now I want to ask. Christian. I know. Now we have to know. All right, we've got a list. We gotta. We gotta call Josh. We gotta call Christian. We gotta get him on the horn. Well, Christian, you remember when you went to the Dominican Republic and your <laughs> sister perioded on you? <laughs> oh, you don't. Now you do. <laughs> I remember. Oh, hey, Josh. I know your mom had light beige interior. <laughs> Did it have a stain? <laughs> oh, 
that why you broke up with her? I remember. Oh, my God. That was the member berries. I know. I always try to make that joke, and you never fucking laugh I at it. I don't. I've never seen it. Oh. Okay. So stop yelling at me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys can fucking yuck it up. <laughs> yuck it up with your berries. Jared, remember the member berries? Remember? I remember. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh, Jessica, thank you so much. That for, was really good. For bearing I... your soul. There should also be just a lot of guidance and compassion and, you know, there's just nothing. We're left for the wolves. Free bleeding. <laughs> just free bleeding. Free bleeding in years. our monkey pajamas. Yes. You go from possibly shitting yourself <laughs> to free bleeding. To, to pretending pads. to pretending that you have your period. Yeah. Oh, right, right, That's right. Me. Vital step. God. Yikes. Well, shame. We're gonna. I'm shame, gonna put twelve-year-old uh, Jessica in the Dominican. No, that might be traumatizing. I'm gonna put her somewhere safe. Let's Are see. you trying to find a location? Yes. Need a safe location for twelve-year-old Jessica to stay because she's just been through a lot. Yeah. In this moment, so we want to go ahead and allow her. We're gonna put her at the snack hut. In the French Dominican fries. Republic, and she's gonna have and the mocktails, all the French fries, and, and they won't and hurt her stomach. Exactly, it's not gonna hurt her stomach. She's never gonna get full, so she's just gonna be eating French fries until we need her to come back. That's my dream. <sighs> all right, lock it in. That was good. Are you I ready? I want them to all be period stories. I'm gonna be honest. I okay. We don't have I knew to. it. I we don't have it. to, but like I thoroughly enjoy them because everyone can relate to this. Some type of feeling that you have bleeding on something when you don't have control over it and that feeling that pit in your stomach that you get from seeing like uh oh here's an issue and people think people now know that I bleed you know (laughs) I I, I feel like there's a lot of that though with girls not just period but with like other things yeah you have to like repress that and pretend that you aren't (laughs) like just a human fucking being Mm -hmm. stupid yeah it is Let's fix it. So Rachel wants period shame stories. Yeah. I'm okay with variety. We'll see what period. we come up with. Period. <laughs> Every time you said it, you were like, send us your period shame stories. And I kept wanting to be like, but just normal, just regular shame too. It doesn't have to be period. Whatever. <laughs> we're having our first you, fight. You would do whatever you want. You send us, <laughs> but really send us whatever you want and I'll be happy to read it. And Beep. <laughs> Rachel and Brooke have split up due to creative differences. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's move on. What's the next one? The next thing, the next topic, we're going to talk about the five love languages today. Yes. And we're going to talk about our love languages and our partner's love languages, maybe. Yeah. So we had, we took, so we have taken this quiz Mm -hmm. in the past, but it's been a minute since I've taken it. And I'm like, I don't even know my love languages anymore for a while. I was like, gift giving. No, it's, that's not apply. Um, but, well, I just gave you guys a hint. Damn it. Oops. But um, Derek took this the quiz. Obviously, Brooke took the quiz. And then Brooke had Nick take the quiz mm-hmm. as well. And we have all the results. I have not seen anyone's. No one has seen mine. You guys have seen No one seen has others. seen mine. I have glanced at Nick's on accident because I accidentally opened the email. That's okay. So should we give kind of a rough overview of the five love languages? I think I was telling Rachel this earlier. I think a lot of our audience knows probably at least a little bit about At least that it exists, but I think that 
it is a concept that you kind of, if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> is that how it works? That's how it works. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll just briefly kind of give you an overview and you can go and do some of your own research and I can even link or post let's, something in let's the Instagram. Link the, so the quiz that I took, so mm -hmm. I've taken multiple different ones um, throughout the years online in random places and mostly ads pop up and it's bullshit. But I actually took one from the five lung, lo, five love languages dot com dot org. I don't know. We'll link it. Dot gov. Dot And it has that. It's clearly it's from straight from the, the horse's mouth. Yes. Yeah. It's and Gary so it Chapman's was, website. Yeah. It's it's really it was a really good one and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So we'll. Post it wasn't too that. long either. But no, it wasn't I know. Too short, but I it know. Wasn't too short. That's how I bought Nick into taking it again because I know he's taken it in the past, but I knew he would take it because it's not super long. Yeah. Um, so the, the five love languages are gift giving, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, and acts of service. Yeah. So uh, do you want to talk about a couple and I can talk about a couple briefly? Yes. Which so do you want to talk about? Well, I feel Is this like going to give it away? away? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so do you want me to guess yours and then you can guess mine? Yes. And then we can sprinkle them in. Yeah. Mama bang, mama, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to guess yours. Okay. So the quiz, what it'll do is it will uh, give you your results, which breaks up how important each language of love is to you. Mm -hmm. um, so you can kind of help yourself understand your bids for connection and help your partner understand what makes you feel loved. So I'm going to guess that your number one was really? quality time. Yeah. Boom. But no, no, no. Okay. Let me guess though. I know the next one. So my top two were only 3% from each other. Okay. They were super close. Okay. This is the one that I'm going to have a hard time with. Yes. I think that your, your second one is acts of service. No. Fuck. Words of affirmation? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you want to guess mine? Yeah. Okay. And then we'll talk about what they mean. I think your top one is, uh, I can't decide if it's physical touch or quality time. I'm going to go physical touch. I got to pull it up because I actually don't remember. <laughs> I took a screenshot. No. Um, my top one is not quality time, but my top two are within 3% of each other. Okay. Is your top one physical touch? Mm-mm. Okay. That's your second one then. I hate this game. Yeah. This is, this is hard. No. But is uh, So my second one is I'm also doing it really time. fucking weird. Okay. So your second one is quality time. Your first one is acts of service. Mm-mm. I got zero Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say. Uh, and, yeah. and you should not feel bad because the – these are really weird results for me, and I was going to talk about it a little bit because yeah. I think it's good content. Uh, my highest is you're 30%. A, you're a physical touch person. That I know. surprises I'm me. I'm very surprised. Yeah. But I, I processed it a little bit, and I think I kind of have an explanation. It's kind of – this is where you're at right now maybe. Well, and also where I'm at with my partner. Yes. So, like, these percentages don't necessarily translate to other relationships that I yes. have. Because hold the fucking phone – I'm going to get put on blast and canceled for this, but receiving gifts was, like, not the last thing on the list after I just blasted gift giving. Yeah. But let's explain them just briefly before yeah. we go any further. That is so interesting because I, I feel the same. Like, this is where I'm at with my partner mm -hmm. right now, which is Derek. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Just the cats. <laughs> right, which <laughs> <Sorry>. is Helen. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't like what she leaves. Yeah. Um, so I'll talk about my top one, which was words of affirmation. So um, that means that it is really meaningful when your partner lets you know verbally that they appreciate you, mm-hmm. that they're proud of you. Um, when your partner gives you compliments, uh, when they uh, send you texts and just to let you know how much mm-hmm. they mean to you, um, just any sort of like verbal like confirmation expression, yeah, yes. that type of thing, or like, like I really noticed that you did this thing and I really appreciate it, or I really like you're doing an awesome job or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a new sweater? It looks really good on yeah. you. Or that color. You, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The color looks really good on you or, you know, oh, you got a haircut or, mm-hmm. oh, you just look really nice today. Yeah. Like, or you they, just look they, different. They comment on something that you've done. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you did a, I, I'm really impressed with the job Just that you, you did, did on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's words of affirmation. Yeah. Did what? you want to talk about one? No. Okay. Oh, do I? I thought you went like more about affirmation. I was like, that's no, no, it, I man. Mean, did you that's it. Explain one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my biggest one is quality time, and that is something that I really, really seek out, and it's something that actually, um, I think Derek and I are having. We just have issues with it because that I don't think that that is one of his mm-hmm. is quality time, <clears throat> and life has been extremely hectic. And when things get extremely hectic, I get. Wait, what am I well, trying to say? The need probably is when bigger. I when, when things get extremely hectic, that's where the disconnect comes from too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the quality time kind of gets pushed to the back burner. But quality time is like, it's not just being around your partner, or whatever. But it's it's spending time that you guys are connecting, or you put down the phones. Yes. You put down. You're not watching TV together. You're doing. You're like doing an activity. Not even that. Just like hanging out, doing nothing together, just enjoying each other's company. Like talking mm-hmm. doing a doing a puzzle doing yeah doing a doing a project together doing mm-hmm. you know something like that where you don't have the outside world taking your partner away from you mm-hmm. is how i feel sometimes i'm like right it gets so derek has a very demanding job and there will be times where we'll be talking and he'll be answering an email and i'm just like okay well i don't really want to talk anymore like or i'll be like just forget it like i'm done mm-hmm. and i will stop and he's like no i just had to do this real quick and i'm listening and i'm like yeah, but I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. So and then I move on. So that is something that we are working on. I I have the same issue with Nick. It is I think it's last on his list actually. Quality time or no physical touch might be. He hates when I touch him. He just like recoils. Um, but <laughs> that's what I do when Derek touches me. So <laughs> quality time is really low. Um, and I think for me the the main difference is intentionality. Yeah. So you could do a lot of the same things. Um, like all those activities together and it not meet that quality time. Absolutely. So like for Nick, his need gets met if I'm just in the room, like sitting on the couch watching TV or I'm not even watching, I'm on my phone. He just likes to be in close proximity, but that drains me. I would rather be alone, honestly, than just like silently sitting next to each other. I need to know you're not going to answer your phone while we're having this conversation or while we're doing this activity. I need to know that you're fully present. Yeah. And I have to do that disclaimer a lot where I'm just like, can we just, can we not be on phones? Can we turn them on silent? Can Mm -hmm. we put them in another room or, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever it is, because I, I am also bad at it. I'm also bad with the phone and Derek is exaggeratingly (laughs) nodding right now. I get it. I know I, I, and I, I'm bad about it too. It's just, it's this weird 
default that we have. We mm-hmm. have these phones, and the second that there's like a lull, we're like, got to mm-hmm. put something in front of our faces. Yeah. And I hate that, and it's something that I am working on. And right. It just irritates me, and it's it's hard to be present. It hurts right my now. feelings. Yeah, it hurts my feelings a lot. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, okay, I I don't want to talk anymore. Mm-hmm. I totally connect yeah. with that. I, I was having a conversation with a client tonight about it who has a really high need for quality time. And it is extremely hard not to personalize the fact that that is not a need. That's not as high of a need for your partner. Yeah. Because the story I tell, I have told myself in the past is you don't care if I'm here or if I'm not, yeah. you don't want to spend time with me. Uh-huh. And you're, that's you're, like, you're not interested in what I'm saying. Yes. Like, I'm boring you. Right. Or, like, it's just, like, you hear yapping in the background. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. It's just that that is not how they best get their needs met. Mm-hmm. And that's really fucking hard. And it I is. still get super butthurt all the time. Yeah. And then create these narratives in my head that are totally irrational. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Margie oh. is playing with the board. Oh, my God. Hello, <laughs> Betty. Hi, baby. Um, so physical touch is pretty easy it's you like contact with your partner and this Mm -hmm. doesn't just mean in a sexual way but that is part of it yeah um sexual intimacy is probably really important to you but it's also I like getting a hug from my partner Mm -hmm. when I walk in the door I like holding hands I like when my partner puts their arm around me when I'm in public yeah like their their hand on your thigh when you're driving in the car yes that kind of stuff little moments throughout the day does not have to be sexual it just is an intimacy mm -hmm. type of thing yeah sometimes if I'm washing the dishes my partner will come up and like you know, put their hand on my back or kiss me on Talk the forehead. Me, yeah. It's just nice. Um, you feel really seen and really cared for and really loved in those moments. Yeah. Rachel. Sorry, the cat. Rachel, I need quality time for me right now, <laughs> and you keep getting distracted by the cat. I just thought she was going to, like, bite you in the hand. <laughs> um, so we have uh, – I guess I can do receiving gifts. Sure. So – there's receiving gifts also, and that is one that I thought was going to be way higher for me, but it isn't. Um, I'm kind of surprised, too. I was going to – I guess that It that used be. to be. It definitely mm-hmm. used to be, and it's really not anymore. They don't light my fire anymore. <laughs> it doesn't unless it's like, okay, but Derek just did something really awesome, and now I'm afraid my receiving gifts is around food <laughs> because Derek was like, hey, I got you something. It's in the fridge, and I was like, come, come again? <laughs> what? And he got, <laughs> he got me a, like this breakfast quesadilla from this, this little tiny cafe in Edwardsville that we loved getting when we lived up there. And we, every time we're up there around breakfast time, we're like, oh, we're getting teaspoons, right? We're getting <sighs> teaspoons. And he got me the freaking breakfast quesadilla and it's so good. That and I really can't thoughtful. wait to eat it tomorrow. I almost just ate it cold when he handed it to me in one, one bite. That's the perfect example of that love language as well, because it's not just about it's someone throwing money at you. It's about the thought, thought that behind. Goes into it. Yes. And that's, that's mainly, that's really it for me is if, if gifts are going to refill part of my cup, mm-hmm. it is, Hey, I saw this, I just thought of you and it's, it doesn't have to be big or expensive or money or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It, it can be like, Hey, I saw these stickers and I thought they were really fun and I thought you'd really like them mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, something, I brought you totally flowers different. today because I, because I you wanted a, you to have flowers. You had a rough time mm-hmm. or like, I'm just thinking about you today. It's just, it's just that you, it's a or monetary you go on a trip thing. And, or your, and your partner brings you back something from the trip. It's yeah. Like, oh, that helps me know that you're you thinking, were thinking about, about me, me mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. Yeah. I cross your mind. 
when, when I'm not yeah. in proximity. And it's, yeah, it's not the dollar amount. Mm-hmm. It's the, I saw this thought of you and wanted to give it to you because I wanted you to smile. Yeah. 100%. That <sighs> is, that is, how many times have I said 100% I tonight? I, I feel like that's the first time you've said that. God. Thank you. I don't notice it. (laughs) Okay. Lastly, we have acts of service, (laughs) um, which I scored 0% on. (laughs) I was, that was my lowest one. It was 10%. Yeah. So acts of service is when you really enjoy when your partner, um, does things for you that help you out. It could be a practical task. So, um, it could just be something as simple as vacuuming or doing the dishes, um, even more so if there's an intention behind it. So maybe Mm -hmm. you're stressed out and your partner offers to run errands for you. Or if it's your turn to do dinner and your partner says, let me take care of dinner tonight. I know that you've been really stressed. Yeah. Um, They help you finish a project. Do you want to know my favorite acts of service? Yes. It's when Derek cleans the The ice ice off of my car in the winter. Oh, yeah. Like the frost because I freaking – that is it. a really good example yeah it's and it's not it doesn't take him a lot of time it just doesn't cost anything it doesn't like it's not this huge thing mm-hmm. it's just like oh he cleaned off the frost in my car so i don't have to fucking do it because i hate it and most of the time i don't even have a scraper so mm-hmm. yes use like an old cd or something <laughs> <laughs> have i done it yes <laughs> have i done it recently yes my fingers were bloody stumps <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've done it in the last five years so <laughs> i need to know what cd was used Ugh. Fuck if I know. <laughs> I think it was like Celtic women. <gasps> I bought you that <laughs> fucking CD. That's the only CD that I still have, I think. It's fine. Ouchie. Ouchie. <laughs> that hurted my feelings. Well, sorry. Oops. <laughs> I give you gift because you give gifts as you love language back then. And you fucking used my gift on your windshield. It, was, it wasn't a good CD. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was it was up. weird. It wasn't like Celtic Thunder. <laughs> once you give the gift, it's not about you. Oh, fuck Derek. <laughs> Derek says once you give the gift, it's not about you anymore. <sighs> once Ooh, the gift. Eat those words. What do those taste like? I huh? don't I don't like what's happening right now. And we need to recalibrate Dang it up. very quick. We got it. We this got is, her. This has never happened in the history of our relationship where Rachel and Derek have, have ganged up on me and I am very uncomfortable. <laughs> Free soccer one, whole gravy zero. This is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> Okay. I am two okay. seconds from walking out this as, door right now. As Celtic women came out of my mouth, I was like, fuck, she got me that CD. <laughs> I was like, God yeah, I sure did. It had pata pata pan on it. It was terrible. <laughs> it was really bad. I made Terry listen to it. I was with you. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I don't have as good of a memory as you. <laughs> Terry liked it. Yeah, she did. Probably. All right, well, now that we have defined the five love languages, um, <laughs> You, we've guessed each other's. I don't know your second one though, do I? Yeah. Your, word FF. Word of affirmation. That was words. your first one. No, quality time was my first. The second was words of affirmation, but they were three percent from each other. Gotcha. Okay. And then mine went receiving gifts, physical touch, and acts of service. Okay, cool. Um, I wanted to add something. Let's talk a little bit about how this relates to us right now. Okay. And I'll go first. <laughs> Just taking charge here. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so I was really confused at first because I bashed gift giving like the last six weeks on the podcast and you guys are just fucking tired of hearing it. And so gift giving was not the last one. It was the second to last, but it was 20%, which is a pretty high percent. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, this doesn't make oh, sense. Oh, that's more than mine. Really? Mine's 16%. This, it, this doesn't add up. Something doesn't add up. And I, and so I thought it's about rigged. it <laughs> and, and going along with, <laughs> right. <laughs> they 
you don't know me. <laughs> Going along. Why was that so funny? Derek's laughing real good. I feel good. Do we need to listen to City Girls or something <laughs> to, like, bring you back? Because he has taken I'm you. I'm being too nice to him. He's on, he's on the run. <laughs> Derek, get out of here. Remember a time when he hurt your feelings? That sucked. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um... <laughs> Why, why was gift giving so high? I was thinking about the specific stuff that I'm really needing from Nick right now. And this goes back to the conversation we were having earlier where I was talking to my therapist, like I'm really needing him to work on these things. Um, and the things that I need from him are different ish now than I think my old natural Mm -hmm. love language is. Yes. So physical touch was a need that I needed met frequently and a lot in the beginning of our relationship and maybe it's because I'm more secure now and I don't Mm -hmm. need that as much so it's it didn't it doesn't feel so urgent when I used to take these quizzes I was like yep yep physical touch all of the physical touch and touch answers Um, but now I'm needing more like emotional intimacy with him so with gift giving when he drops me little gifts here and there it really helps me understand that he's been thinking about me during the day and I love that that right now is better than a hug to me Mm -hmm. you you relate to that absolutely I do okay no it's and that's that's the main thing so it really has evolved with our relationship Mm -hmm. this is not what it would be like this my percentages would not be this even a year ago or six months ago Mm -hmm. I'm 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 feeling but it's like between what we've been through and what we're going through and stuff like that it's it has totally flipped a lot of our relationship and Mm -hmm. Um, we, I will clearly say this and we'll talk about, I'll talk about it later too. When we guest Derek's is like, we are kind of in a funk right now and, and we get into funks and I think that's a very normal part of a relationship and I'm really fine with admitting this. It's just like, we are so out of sync right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's how busy both of us are. I don't know if it's like kind of the season that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but we are both totally disconnected. I, I feel, I can't speak for Derek, but I feel like we're both totally disconnected with each other's love languages and what they need. Mm-hmm. We're not giving, we're not meeting each other's needs right now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't scare me. It doesn't, but it's just going to be one of those things that's like, we have to jumpstart it and get back into it and talk about these things. For sure. And we just haven't, cause we're both fucking tired. <laughs> I can just tell we're both fucking tired. Absolutely. But so it was probably really cool. I, I agree. It was cool to take this now in the season that you're in with your partner Uh to kind of see what is it that I feel like I need from you now? Cause it could be different than all of the other things that we've trained each other to do that we know that they like, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that a lot of the things that like, I, I guess the way my love language would have changed, like even three years ago, he really started meeting those needs and he kind of stayed with that level. Like he's like mm-hmm. knew like, Oh, she likes these things. Like she likes gift giving. Yep. Like she likes like, Same with she likes when I get these things or like I get her a treat or something like that. <laughs> Rachel, that sounds bad. I want a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes he'll, he'll be like, okay, I'm going to the store. I was like, give me a treat. Bring me surprises. <laughs> yeah. I want a surprise. Um, but I think that sometimes you kind of get into those things that you know that your partner needs that. And you've had those conversations in the past mm-hmm. But things evolve and change and something becomes more urgent for you. Right. And so like another example of that is words of affirmation. I think at one point was like second to last on mine. And now it is the I scored the highest on it because I want to hear from Nick more verbally 
that I am important to him. Yeah. Or I just want him to notice things yeah. because sometimes, sometimes it's just really hard for him to be present. Mm-hmm. It's, he's very good. And, and just going into this acts of service for me was 0%. And that is Nick's probably number that one. That is way Nick's of number one. Nick is an acts of service bitch. Yeah. And he tried to acts of service the fuck out of me in the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't care. Stop. I don't like this. Yeah. And so some, sometimes those things are nice. I love that that is a natural part of who he is. Yeah. But it doesn't make me feel seen because those things are so um, natural to him to yeah. do. So if so, I need maybe a little bit more of words of affirmation com- from him out of his comfort zone to know that he is trying. being intentional and he's yeah. trying. Like for him to go fill up my gas tank, or for him to uh, print something off at work for me, or to run an errand, or to sip the cat litter. The cat litter is a little bit more difficult. I'll give him that, but uh, <laughs> that's just like built into his DNA. Yeah. So I need to know that he's stepping outside of his comfort zone because for me to do acts of service for him, I don't like doing things. Yeah. I don't like doing the dishes. I don't like vacuuming. I don't like, I don't like doing it, but I do it for him. Yes. And I want him to struggle too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. And you know, what's weird is when you said that your acts of service was 0%, I was like, "Uh oh, she married Nick. (laughs) You know, like, oh shit. You know that that's how he's showing his love. Like that's that he, the kid never stops. Right. Right. He is, that is, I, I knew that that would be high up mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It, it's comforting to me to know that he is going to do those task-oriented things. So that way, because I think, you know, statistically in society, women tend to take on more of that. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a little bit different in my house. So I feel very secure in that. So now I really want to see some words of affirmation. What's the other one? Um well, quality time and physical touch are also there, but the quality time, it's not just, oh, being close to me and like holding my hand. It's let's do a dialogue. Let's listen to a podcast together mm-hmm. and talk, talk about, about our it. thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I want to know what's going on in your head and I want you to feel more comfortable sitting with yourself because yeah. I think he does a lot of stuff, not to air my husband's dirty laundry, but yeah. he, he engages in a lot of distraction. Yeah. Don't we fucking all. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my favorite time with Derek is longer car rides. Because he always drives, mm-hmm. and he is not distracted, and he will talk to me. I totally get that. Yeah. He will talk to me with, like, zero distractions because he's, like, driving, and it's kind of, like, not, like, a mindless thing, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can still, like, have a conversation and, like, get into, like, a deeper thing, so. Nick doesn't talk at all when he drives, and I want to know what he thinks about. Uh-oh. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> Derek shaking his head. No, you don't. <laughs> I want to. Derek, if I could pay to be in your brain sometimes, I absolutely would. I'd give up a limb. <laughs> Which one? Your pink, penis. Like a pinky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a limb. That's a phalange. I'd give up an arm, not a leg. Would you give up an arm if you could read minds? Yeah. Yeah. Would you give up an arm if you could read my minds but you couldn't control it? No. Okay, same. I would do it if I could read minds and control it. Yeah, because that's what is that t- the Tom Hanks movie? What women want? No, that's oh, that's Mel not Tom Gibson. Hanks. Mel okay. Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's a white dude, rich white dude. Okay, actually, we, Tom. Hanks should we guess cool. Derek's? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's guess okay. Derek's. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So recently, what has he has been coming up and like telling me about things, um, or like realize like telling me how much things meant to him, like certain things that have happened or uh, people have said, um, he's been doing that more lately. So I Mm. feel like 
what I thought his was 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 uh, <laughs> acts of service. I thought that was first, but I think that might have gotten bumped out. And I think words of affirmation are yours right now. Okay, don't. No, I was gonna guess, Derek. Damn it, Derek. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I'm disappointed. <laughs> you can guess the second one. <sighs> oh, okay. Here, here's my percentage. It's 40, 30, oh, 17. It's like, don't say it. No. 40, 30. 17, 7, 7. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. So, so I was right. Can I do a backstory of this? It actually involves you. Yeah. So it involves Brooke. So I, yeah, I love it. Derek <laughs> came to me the other day, uh, earlier this week, Sunday, something like that, whatever. And was like, I need you to read this text that Brooke sent me. And I was like, that oh, was you guys, a private you, moment. I was like, oh, you guys talking without me? What the fuck? Like, you guys talking about me? What, what are we doing? And I was like, okay, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was like, no, it was just really, really nice. And I was like, okay. And so I read it and I was like, it, it basically went along to say like, base, I mean, it was words of affirmations of, of, Oh, my God. Why can't I spit it out? Rachel, are you okay? Yeah, I just am stumbling on my words. Um, words of affirmation along the lines of, like, you're doing a great job with this podcast. I'm really proud of you or what you're doing. And I think, I don't even know exactly what else it said, but it was along the lines of, like, you're doing awesome and, like, you stepped mm -hmm. up to the plate on this and it's really I cool that you. you. I, I wanted yep, him to Yep, it was know. an appreciation. Yeah. Um, it was all of that and he was like, this means a lot to me. Like, Aww. and I was like, well, fuck, I should be saying that. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, shit. And then he had said something and he's like, yeah, I haven't heard that from you. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, so, so I sent Derek a really nice text and I had been wanting to do that for a while. Um, <laughs> and I think part of it was that I was recognizing that I was really wanting that and I was like, I want tell people in my life how they make me feel as well yeah. and, and he is somebody that I was really wanting to do and then I also ended it with I'm gonna stop now before I regress to making fun of you <laughs> yeah that's but, what it was so I did that for Derek this week what did you do for Derek uh yesterday mm. that was really nice are we being so you gave him an opportunity to do a really kind act, act of service for you did I and what and what was that I literally can't even tell you wait wait what even happened yesterday oh we're not talking about that on the podcast. Really? Yeah, I clogged the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. And we almost got into a fight because Derek was like, huffing <gasps> <gasps> and puffing around the house. I was like, Derek, you clogged so many toilets in your life, and I know it with your big poop. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel clogged the toilet. And then left. But the problem was. We didn't have a plunger. I, I'm pretty sure I threw it away, and Derek's huffing and puffing trying to find this plunger, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> Leo tried to play with it like one time and I was like, you're out, you're out of here. Like, <laughs> no, just, you, last night you were like, somebody said, can you flip the seat down? I don't want Leo to get in it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Bye. flip the seat down. I just like, he, I mean, he's too, no, we're not, we're not doing any of this. So I was like, can we like put the seat down and close the door? Like we got to be done. And I was like, I'll pick up a plunger on my way home. Bye. <laughs> and so we had to go upstairs every time we had to use the restroom. Because I clogged the toilet. It's the first time I've clogged the toilet in this house. Uh, we got some good tarlets. But then he was like, he was like, oh, did you just do it? <laughs> and you were like, no, I did it at like one o'clock. Like, wasn't it just like I, I like in had there? went to the bathroom and then I had to leave like immediately. And I was like, uh oh. And there was no plunger. And so I'm like, well, and then we got home at the same time from where we were going. And then I sat on the couch for an hour and you didn't tell me. Oops. <laughs> Forgot that part. Derek, said, Derek yeah, Derek said he sat on the couch for an hour and didn't tell me. I 
in my defense, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of butt, out of mind is what out I of, always yeah. say. Yeah, <laughs> out of smell, out of mind. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, that cracked yeah, me up. Yeah, so I had to get a plunger at eleven o'clock last night. <laughs> it was probably like nine thirty. So. <laughs> I was just dragging ass. Dragging. I had to go to Target and do a pickup order for like kids t-shirts and a plunger. I was like, God, God, these people are judging me hard. Okay. I will guess, I'll guess Derek's second uh, language of love. So words of affirmation was his first. I would say that his second is. Think of the things I don't do. (laughs) Yeah. I think physical touch. No. Um. I can't remember what the other ones are. Uh, so quality time, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, physical touch, acts of service. Quality time. What no, is it? No, he doesn't like to spend time with me. <laughs> <laughs> he hates when I touch him. He doesn't want to be near me. I bet it. Uh, I, it's I, not acts of service. Yeah. Oh. That was his first one before. His number one was acts of service, and I remember. I thought he would be more like me. Is what that's where I was going with that. The the biggest thing. So I remember after he took the first the quiz the first time, like probably three or four years ago, he was like acts of service. I would really like if you did things, and I was started doing things. And I was like, you're not noticing my things <laughs> I that I did for you. Every time Nick comes home, I'm like, do you see? I did the dishes, babe. Yeah. <laughs> and then so now, and it hasn't really been like that here lately. Like I, acts of service has, has not been like. Uh, like forefront because I do a lot of shit for our kid. He's tiring. I had to make him jump into his pants this week. <laughs> his undies. Oh, so tired. So, he he's so, tired. so Derek's top two are words of affirmation and acts of service. And, and those are my words of affirmation were my second and acts of service was my last. <laughs> what was your second one? Words of affirmation. And your first one was quality time. Yeah. And my first one was words of affirmation. And my well, second seems- one was quality time. So now do you guys want to guess what Nick's are? Yes. The top one has to be acts of service. Do you have a, a second guess, or do you have a guess? This is how he receives love. Yeah, this is how Nick likes to receive love. This is the first time I've actually looked at it. His has changed. Not a lot. Uh, I'm going to go out of left field and say quality time. Okay. Um, his first one was acts of service. Yeah. Uh, 37% which is higher than a lot of his other ones. Yeah. Uh, his second one was quality time. That's high. Third is words of affirmation. Receiving gifts, physical touch. Physical touch, receiving gifts. Okay. So those have switched, actually, because really? it used to be that his last one was physical touch, and mine was number one was physical touch. <laughs> so I am improving in that area. I've bumped him up from the ground floor. Yeah. And also, I think that... I don't know that quality time was his second one. I know it was. We had that in common, I think. Yeah. But we just have different ideas of what quality time is, and that's where we run into mm-hmm. issues. So, um, so yeah, his number one is my last one, and here's proof that you can make it work, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, acts of service is my last one, and that's Derek's second, right? Yeah, his second one. Yeah. And I can tell you confidently – like, I, I knew yours was going to be words of affirmation was your first one, or at least here lately in, the, like, the season that we're in. And I can tell you confidently I am not filling that cup at all. Like, I'm, I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. it, I think about it, and I'm just like, I don't give him that. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I it's really nice to know that that is what he is seeking. Yeah. Your best Did I? Blowjobs don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kira. <laughs> 
The old jibbers. What? <laughs> Speed a little. I I did I did, because I know we've had a lot of conversations where I'm like, hey Derek, stop working so fucking much, and he's like, hey, I'm trying to provide for our family. I was like, uh oh, yeah, you're right, <laughs> and he's like, we've had a, like a lot of conversations about like how he feels about working and why he works so hard, you know, for our family to provide for our family to eventually, for me not to work so I can go back to school. Uh-huh. Because I physically can't work and go back to school at the same time. It does not work for me. Right. So you cannot work and we can also explore lots of other business ventures. Exactly. And creative. But no, and that's that's where I, we found, it was actually a couple months, or it was probably at least six months ago that we had a conversation and we were both like really upset. And then it was like, hey, I work this hard because I want to provide for my family and I want to like I feel pressure because I want you to stay home and I'm like oh okay mm-hmm. I like how you agreement. tied that into uh this is the season that we're in I feel like that is going to yeah. be a really good reminder I'm like tucking that away too but like seeing it for you guys hopefully that won't be how it has to be forever but maybe that's just what it looks like right now yeah and that's and and I confidently feel that like because mm-hmm. we've been in seasons where we need different things from each other and that's I think that comes with us being together for, like, fucking 17 years. Well, mm-hmm. no, like 12. Whatever it is. We've been banging for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it comes with that where we I, we have seen the ebb and flow of our relationship. It does not – it used to scare the shit out of me. It doesn't really scare me as much anymore because I know it's, it's mostly just a time thing for us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a time. Like, we get in ruts, and we've had conversations about the ruts. We know that they exist, and we know that they're going to happen no matter what we do. Totally. Because that's, that's part a of being a relationship. That's a reality to wrap your head around. That and, like, you know, having a kid and, mm-hmm. you know, having to create a household with another human being. That's fucking boring. Yeah. That's fucking boring, talking about bills and, like, No. It's boring, and so you have to do those monotonous, like, roommate-type stuff, and then you can slide into that roommate role, and I'd be like, we've had that conversation a lot, where I'm not your roommate, I'm your wife. Oh, Nick and I do the same thing. Yeah. The way Jessica described it on Friday, my therapist, what you just said just reminded me, and she used her hand, my hand's, like, going up and down, and she's like, relationships are like thermostats. And yeah. how I describe, uh, like, responding, how, how helping, like, parents respond to their kids is you want to respond like a thermostat and not a thermometer. Mm-hmm. And what that means is when your kid gets heated up, you don't want to heat up with them and blow the top off the thermometer. When your kid gets heated up, you want to respond to the thermostat and recognize and help turn it down yeah. to equilibrium. So relationships That's are awesome. the same. Yeah, it's great. Relationships are the same way. So, you know, sometimes you might be at a really comfortable temperature and then sometimes you might notice that the temperatures yeah. has raised and then you just do something about it. Yeah. Even if that's just acknowledging it and yeah. writing it out. Yeah. Or uh, I, what I've had a lot of my clients do is do a state of the marriage, which is where quarterly you sit down and you answer like five questions, mm-hmm. scale of zero to ten. One is, you know, uh, on a scale of zero to ten, where do you feel like we are right now? Yeah. What could I be doing better? What am I doing well? Et cetera. And you do yeah. it consistently, and then you just have a quick conversation That's about it. That's what we call relationship check-ins, and mm-hmm. I don't Derek started that. And they go really well, and mm-hmm. things come up that I'm just like, oh, okay, like – this is and this is an appropriate time for you to bring up type of types of constructive criticisms for me because mm-hmm. it's not fueled in 
uh, emotions. It's not. It's just like, hey, let's have this conversation. We're both level-headed. Nothing has happened to mm-hmm. pre- uh, precipitate any type of conversation or fight. Mm-hmm. It's just like we're both. Like, we do it when we're laying down in bed, about to go to, yeah. to sleep. Yeah, and it's it like very level-headed. Or yeah, as normal as you want. Yeah, we do it like in the dark. Yeah, I think that there is um, this facade that, at least for women, and I don't know about how men grow up, but we live this lie and we're told that we should be aggressively pursued by men. Yeah. And when you try to translate that to a long-term sustainable marriage, it It doesn't fucking work. And so like my client tonight, I was talking about quality time with her and she's like, I just don't feel like I should have to ask. And I was like, well, that's the biggest lie that you've ever been told. If you have needs, you should always ask for them. Just because your partner's not doing it or taking initiative doesn't mean that they don't want to meet your needs. It just yeah. means that it's not a pattern. They don't know it or they don't see it the way that you do. Right. It's yeah. it's not this um, – that's a delusion to think that your partner can read your mind and they're going to relentlessly pursue you and always know what you need and be able to respond. That's not what long-term committed relationships look like. They no. look like actually the opposite of that, and that's like digging in and having the ugly conversations and being patient and learning new skills. Yeah. Just because you don't have the skill doesn't mean that you can't learn it and your mm-hmm. relationship doesn't have the potential. Yeah. Just that was huge for me in, yeah. in couples therapy when we first started because I wanted to be like, but he just he doesn't do it on his own. And it like hurts it doesn't my mean feelings. as much. Right. It doesn't yeah. mean as much when I have to say it. No, it fucking does. And it will. They're so reacting to what you're saying. Like they still could choose to not do that thing. Right. Exactly. So you guys should look up uh, the love languages if you're interested and get some ideas about what you might like, what meets your needs. Something else to think about is that you may not give love naturally the way that you like to receive love. Yes. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can talk about that later. There's a lot of content here. I really want to take a quiz on how I give love. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that I have an idea and it's kind of centered around how I want to receive my love. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to know how I try to show Derek love and how fucking off it is from what Mm -hmm. he needs. (laughs) So (laughs) I know we should actually like that could be our homework is just to notice that. Yeah. And then report our observations back. Is there a quiz on that part? I I, haven't seen it. Not that I know. We could look. We could look into it. Yeah. We'll just make up our own quiz. And then that's how we make some big bucks. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. So there's a lot here. We can talk more about the love languages later. If you guys have any questions about the love languages, email us. Yeah. Um, if you got anything from it or you learned something about yourself, email us. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we'll um, we'll link it in the, in the show notes. The the um, the quiz, the quiz, right. and their website because it is their like this is their content. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, read and, the book. You and can get I was gonna say, the and there's book. a book, and it's really good, mm-hmm. and it's easy. It's quick. It's very easily digestible so. learn something about yourself yeah it's very weird it's yeah. just it's something if you have not heard of this that it will be changing your life yes also with the quiz god there just really is so much that you can do with this topic yeah. I, I at first when I was like oh let's when we talked about talking mm-hmm. about it, I was like could we make a whole episode on it um, but you'll see whenever you click on the quiz there are different Choices. ones. You yeah. can do the couples quiz. So if you sat through this and you're not in a relationship right now, it's okay. You still have a lot to learn. There, You can take the singles quiz. There's also a, a kids quiz. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to know what your lo- what your kids' love languages are, you can learn about that as well. So check it out. 
Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and it's something that you can definitely spend a good chunk of your day looking mm. at. All right. Wow. Eric says we've been talking too long. We've so been we talking for a long time. Let's we didn't think we had a lot of content with the five love languages. I was like, ah, <laughs> do we have enough meat? Yeah, we got enough meat. Definitely. Be and more village. to come. More yeah. to come. We have ideas. We so. do. But thank you for coming on this journey with us today. We love you. Email us, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Our email is probablyfinepod at gmail.com. Instagram, probablyfinepod. TikTok, probablyfinepod. Yeah, send us stuff on Instagram too, like on the uh, messages, the DMs. The yes. DMs, slide, Get slide on into them. Slide up in there. In slide, the slippery just, DMs. Slithery ends. <laughs> slithery snakes. Yeah, okay. Oh my God. Goodbye. Yeah. I have to get up at 5.45. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Fucking Helen just wiped at my head. <laughs> I was trying to do something with up on the rooftop, and I was like, this is really hard. No, I like it. Keep going. But what? What rhymes with rooftop? Nothing. <laughs> rooftop tit hop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Gloria Holt. <laughs> <laughs> Tits of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Cardi put the pussy on Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, we can just run with we that can, yeah. forever. Well, that'll be like a recurring fun, a fun. <laughs> it'll be a fun text chain for us. Yes, yes. Cardi B's holiday albums. Cardi what if we made our own thing. album art? <laughs> oh my god. We should we'll, we'll send it to her and we'll yeah. see. Oh. Now you're thinking. This is how great ideas are born. Cardi, call us. Call us. We've got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>